1: Hello, it is Foundation, Friday, November 5th, 2021. Steve Cypress here with another in our multi-part series on one of my favorite books of all time, The Magic of Thinking Big. You'll see it backwards because I have not been able to figure out this new Facebook Live thing on how to uh, reverse the video so that it's forward as it was for years. Hasn't been for a couple of months, but you get the idea. And I highly recommend you go get yourself a copy of this book. And you read it over and over and over and you practice and put to use and work on the suggestions by the brilliant Dr. David J. Schwartz. Contained herein, we are talking here about creative thinking. and Dr. Schwartz gives us two suggestions to help us develop creative power through belief. Number one, eliminate the word impossible from your thinking and speaking vocabularies. Impossible is a failure word. The thought it's impossible sets off a chain reaction of other thoughts to prove you're right. Why do you want to prove you're right when you think something's impossible? And number two, then after you've done that, think of something special you've been wanting to do but felt that you couldn't. Now make a list of reasons why you can't do it. Many of us whip and defeat our desires simply because we concentrate on why we can't when the only thing worthy of our mental concentration is why we can't. So let me go back. Uh, I think I misread this, uh, uh, spoke here, misread this, uh, where Dr. Schwartz told us, now make a list of reasons why you can't do it. Obviously, he said make a list of reasons why you can do it. So instead of concentrating on why you can't, you'll start concentrating on why you can do it. So he'll give uh, a couple of examples. I love this one. Uh, Recently, and again, this book is uh, about 60 years old or so, Dr. Schwartz uh, reports that he read a newspaper item that said there are too many counties in the United States. The article pointed out that most county boundaries were established decades before the first car was built, and while the horse and buggy was the chief mode of travel. But today, with cars and good roads, there's no reason why three or four counties could not be combined, which would cut down greatly on duplicated services So the taxpayers would actually get better service for less money. That sounds like a pretty good thing to me. But the writer of the article said he thought he had stumbled across a really live idea. So he interviewed 30 people at random to get their reactions. And the result was not one person out of the 30 he interviewed thought the idea had any merit at all. Even though it would provide them with better local government at less cost. Not a single person focused on the fact that, hey... Lower taxes and better government representation and services. Yeah, that sounds good. No, uh, sounds bad. And the reasons were, is an example of traditional thinking. The traditional thinker's mind is paralyzed. He reasons, it's been this way for a hundred years. Therefore, it must be good and must stay this way. Why risk a change? Average people have always resented progress. Many voiced a protest towards the automobile on the grounds that nature meant for us to walk or use horses. The airplane seemed drastic to many. Man had no right to enter the province reserved for birds. A lot of status quoers still insist that man has no business in space. And this is a decade before man landed on the moon. One top missile expert recently gave an answer. I've got to turn the page with one hand. Pardon me. Here we go. Uh... So the thinking when uh, Dr. Von Braun said, man belongs where man wants to go. So cut all the crap about no cars, no planes, no rocket ships or whatever. Uh, Another one. Here's another example. And I love this because it's from our world as business owners, since we're all salespeople at heart, since we own a business. Around the year 1900, a sales executive discovered a scientific principle of sales management they received a lot of publicity and even found its way into textbooks. And the principle was, there is one best way to sell a product. Find the best way and then never deviate from it. Fortunately, as Dr. Schwartz writes, fortunately for this man's company, new leadership came in just in time to save the organization from complete financial ruin. Contrast that with the experience, uh, with uh, that experience, with the philosophy of the president of DuPont, who said in a talk at Columbia University, there are many ways in which a good job can be done, as many ways, in fact, as there are men to whom the task is given. Uh, and I will uh, give you a business tip here. When you have superstar performers, so I always suggest you hire and recruit and manage and cont- and uh, retain superstars in your business. Uh, when you have a superstar, uh, you don't micromanage the superstar, you don't tell them how to do something. You simply tell them what needs to be done. If you hire a superstar salesperson, again, which I have been for a long time, so I highly recommend you uh, employ and hire superstar salespeople, although we are, of course, more difficult to manage than average or weak salespeople, uh, the result is you really don't have to manage us at all. Just tell us These is, this is your quota or this is the amount of sales that I say you should bring in and then just get out of our way and we'll get it done. So when you have a top superstar, top performer at whatever it is, obviously I'm in sales, but other people that uh, whatever their skill is, just give them the task and get out of the way. Uh, that's one, uh, one test of whether you'd hired, you've hired a superstar. If you've, you think you've hired a superstar and you say, hey, uh, this needs to be done, get it done, and they go, oh, uh, how do you do it? How do you want it done? But he didn't hire a superstar. Superstar says, done. In fact, I'll do it better and quicker than you ever thought possible. Right? So that is what Dr. Schwartz is talking about here. He says, in truth, there's no one best way to do anything. There's no one best way to decorate an apartment or landscape a lawn or make a sale or rear a child or cook a steak. There are as many best ways as there are creative minds. And to finish up, he points out that nothing grows in ice. So do not let tradition freeze your mind. If you do that, new ideas can't sprout. So he encourages us to uh, do this as a test. Propose one of these four ideas to someone and then watch his or her behavior in response to your proposal of the idea. Number one, now I have to say in the 60 years since this one, it uh, doesn't seem as far-fetched as apparently Dr. Schwartz was, thought it was when he wrote this. Number one, the postal system, long a government monopoly, should be turned over to private enterprise. That's almost a, a mainstream idea right now. In fact, it's kind of de facto been done by UPS and FedEx, other than the the low-profit letters and, and magazines and that stuff. Uh, but here's number two. Presidential elections should be held every two or six years instead of four. Draw it out to somebody. Watch their response. Number three, regular store hours for retail should be 1 p.m. to 8 p.m. instead of 9 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. Now, again, a lot of that has changed. Malls, I mean, stores are open until 10 o'clock at night and such. Uh, but you could say that for banks. There used to be banker hours. Now banks are open all stretches. You could say that for restaurants. When they first came out with the drive through it was like, People don't want to drive through. People want to go into a restaurant. People don't want fast food. They said to Ray Kroc. People want to sit down and have a dining experience. People don't want to go through a drive-through. They said to Ray Kroc. They want to eat their meal at a table and sit. Right. And number four, the retirement age should be raised to seventy. So Dr. Schwartz, uh, Schwartz points out whether these ideas are sound or practical is not the point. What is significant is how a person handles propositions like this. So if you're interviewing. These are great. This is a great interviewing uh, exercise question to ask. Throw out something, doesn't matter whether it makes sense, whether it's good, bad, just watch for the response. Watch for the reaction of the interviewee, okay? Uh, you can see how a person handles propositions like these. If he laughs at the idea and doesn't give it a second thought, which is probably 90% of people, chances are that he or she suffers from tradition paralysis. But the one out of 20 who says, that's an interesting idea, tell me more about it, has a mind that is tuned to creativity and positive, powerful thinking. That could be the superstar you're looking for. And that will do it for Foundation Friday. I see Toby Mercer, speaking of a superstar, Toby is here. And Toby says, plumbing codes. Toby is a plumber, uh, owns a plumbing business. Plumbing codes are the minimum requirements. Why just do the minimum standards? Irresistible offer needs to be so impressive. And I have to click see more. I wonder if this will work. Yep. Uh, the irresistible offer needs to be so impressive. They are begging you to come. Uh, and pro- maybe there is more to come and, and and do business and come by their home or whatever it is you do. They're begging to do business with you. So now Toby is showing what a good student he is of me and my the wow strategy where the middle O stands for the irresistible offer. Which, just Toby points out, needs to be so impressive that they're thinking, that sounds too good to be true. What's the catch? Those are two tests that you have an actual irresistible offer when you start getting those responses. So you'll start getting responses to your advertising, marketing, sales messages instead of, hey, uh, you know, how much or how long you've been in business or what do you do or what's sort of, You have an irresistible offer. They'll just ask, hey, do you have enough Space in the calendar for me. Hey, how soon can you take me on as a client? How soon can you ship me that? Uh, Can you please uh, take me on as customer? Like, uh, as Toby points out, uh, and Toby now says, the wow strategy opened my eyes. Thank you again. Well, of course, and the thanks, uh, I appreciate that. But the real thanks is your success story. Uh, By the way, I'd love for you to just take out your phone like this, like I'm doing here, and just record a nice, uh, cool video of your maybe before and after. Uh, of what using the WOW strategy or what having a consultation with me uh, did for you and your business and your whole life. Uh, I would appreciate that. So um, that's it for Foundation Friday for today. Uh, those two points, don't think it's impossible. Think of all the ways that it can be done. And when you hire people, look for people who have that kind of positive, creative, open mind thinking instead of, what? That's a crazy idea. Those are the people you don't want if you're looking to hire superstars, which I highly suggest you do. And I will be back here again tomorrow on social media Saturday. I have an interesting social media uh, story and business tip for you tomorrow. So thanks, Toby, and everyone else for being here today live. Everyone watching on the replay, and I'll catch you back here again tomorrow. Over and out. Bye-bye.